time's different. This time, I learned how to harness it, how to control it. Uh, phrasing? So what do you say? You want to see my secret? <laughs> phrasing. And all you have to do is let me in. Phrasing! Brian, excuse me. What do you want? Here are your messages. You have 30 minutes to move your car. That was last week. You have 10 minutes. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? Your car has been impounded. The only thing I regret is that that trash compactor didn't turn Sami Zayn into a cube. Your car has been crushed into a cube. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Mr. Strowman, Shane McMahon would like to see you in his office. Is it about my cube? Boys, great success. Boys, how are we? I don't even have anything queued up here. What's going on? Oh, you're you're getting ready, are you? Hold on, for a half an hour for this because I'm not asleep. This should be working now. A libation, puff of all. There we go. Oh, yeah, oh, that's please. the stuff. Oh, I miss the sound <laughs> of opening of opening a can. I'm only on coke as well, Gardo. It's fine. I, yes. I forgot I forgot to even bring up Coke. I'm on my <laughs> bottle of water. <laughs> you can go get some. <laughs> Nicky went way above. We normally just have a beer or two. Nicky's just on the phone. He's on the line. Oh, I went on. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> on the cure. Oh, man. Zero oh. sugar in it, though. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking Fat of Coke. Free. Fat free. Yes. I was watching. I was watching um, Love Hate again. Um, I never watched Love Hate. I've never oh, it's very it. good. Kira hadn't seen it. I don't know how it came up in conversation. I was like, do you know what? Fuck it. We never watch anything. Let's just watch it. So we sat down the last couple of nights to watch it. Um, night one, I went, okay, surely it's on the RTE player. We'll try that. And it was there. So I was like, oh, perfect. I'll just press play on this. Ah. It came up and said one of five ads. We both looked at each other and went, nope. Because <laughs> it's going to be ads all over this thing. And I had it streaming on some dodgy website with within the time it would have taken me to play it on the RT player. Five ads before you yes. played the first episode. Plus, you have to remember it's the RT player. So it's yeah. going to be buffering and rebuffering, and it'll take an eternity to come in and out of those ads. Yeah. It's not too bad if it's not live. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw that as the opening. I went five ads to start. What it, then the, these episodes are an hour long so there's you know there's going to be three ad breaks in between them fuck that and the ads will play exactly will be smooth as fuck and always weird volume levels on them i remember watching something on it like three years ago and you'd have four ads five ads whatever it was and each ad would have different sound levels so mm-hmm. one would blow the head off you the other you can't hear and it just that's the same quality channel shit. four one's the same for the ads to some of them are just ridiculously loud why yeah. YouTube tried to play me a 30 minute ad yesterday. What? what? Surely no, there's yeah, a skip button. There's a, a skip button oh, yeah, YouTube, after the last YouTube, first 10 seconds or so, surely. YouTube yeah. ads have gotten really bad for shit like that. 
Yeah, I was watching um, uh, some like highlight clip, like a Dr. Disrespect highlight clip or whatever. I remember texting you about it and my my own laptop was dead. So I was using my work laptop and it doesn't have all the ad blocks and the overlay blockers and all that stuff that doesn't that stops YouTube from playing ads. And I was like, it was a nine minute ad, nine minute video and there was three ad breaks in it. It's like, what? Well, who can watch that? How could you watch that? I threw on a Fightful Post show like an hour after it aired one night. Probably less than an hour, I should be fair. Probably about half an hour after I finished after Raw one night. As everyone knows, I don't fucking sleep. So I was like, oh, fuck it, yeah, I missed the Post show. I'll throw it on when I'm, when I'm heading to bed and I'll just fall asleep listening to that. 14 ads. Oh, my God. Jesus. Uh, at least 14. I, I stopped fucking counting because I just closed down the tab out of rage. But then the first nine minutes, I had three ads. So when you're watching after this having live. One at the start, sorry, after having one at the start, then three other ads in nine minutes. Does it pause the live stream and bring you back to where you were? Does the ad just play over the stream? I know the ad plays and then brings you back into the video. It cuts away from the video, plays the ad, and then cuts back in. Yeah, yeah but on live stream at that stage. The live it's stream, on live stream, yeah. It's on live stream. Yeah. The live stream is what was over, like. But Twitch does that, doesn't it? Or just just you're but you're you miss whatever is playing when the ad is on. Yeah, Twitch, Twitch, you miss it. But uh, I, I, I haven't had a live stream ad on YouTube yet. Mine's, I, I, this was after. This no, was I don't think they do them on the live streams. They might have little yeah, pop-ups and things, but they don't have actual. Right. Okay. Because on the live streams too, you can get your donations and shit. So yeah. Yeah, I remember um, I was watching the midweek post show, I think the Dynamite NXT one, and SRS went straight into his ad read like three minutes into it. I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And to compound that, then an ad came on during the <laughs> fucking ad read. So for fuck's sake, turn it off. Yeah. Can't deal with an ad on an ad. I love Fightful, but I, I don't start the podcast live. I'll wait five minutes and then I'll skip ahead of the ads afterward. Like, not the ads on the video because I have all that shit blocked into oblivion, but... The ad reads, I should say. <laughs> I was like, skip, 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 skip. Lisa pays for YouTube premium, so we don't get ads. Oh, nice. Yeah. I Holy use shit. insane amounts of extensions to block all of them. I'm not having none of this shit. No. We got kind of. Yeah, I had. I had that. For, what's that? What was that fa- documentary came out about Facebook and how it's using your data? It was the big hack or whatever it was. Uh, the great oh, hack. Great hack. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think I had my great hack moment yesterday. Oh, slightly, I wouldn't say freaked out, but I was chatting to one of the lads, just having a bit of a catch up. He hasn't really talked since before Christmas and just seeing how everyone was getting on. He was asking to see how everyone was doing and just literally the word shoulder got typed in the chat twice. Right. Just, just talking about how people were doing and people's health and shit and I was saying how, obviously, as you know, my grandfather was in the hospital and part of it, uh, he was basically just, he was, after hurting his shoulder while he was in there. And uh, so, yeah, we talked about that, mentioned it twice. And next thing I refreshed Facebook around about half an hour later and was just scrolling down through my feed and two ads for, like, shoulder braces. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Literally, the first two ads that popped up were both for shoulder braces, just because I mentioned shoulders in a chat message to someone. Oh, my God. It's, like, it's frightening. I, I normally wouldn't pay much attention to it. It was literally just this big thing of somebody giant shoulder sling on. I was like, oh, yeah, it was, it was chat on Messenger, Rory. Yeah, it was chat on Messenger. Uh, Messenger but, is literally the worst uh, yeah. for that sort of... Um... It's. I said it's only because normally I wouldn't pay a huge amount of attention. 
to it. But as soon as I copped that, I was like, geez, that's a bit weird. And then I scrolled down a bit further and there was a fucking second one. I was like, lads, this is a bit. And if it was four years ago, I'd be like, Hillary Clinton hates shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. <sighs> so that's the world's problem solved. What else is going on in the world? Uh, inauguration. Uh, what's, what's, what's the over/under on how many arrests? <laughs> Three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah, thousand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be high. Like you have to count uh, countrywide as well because they're having those things all around the country. Oh, good lord! Thoughts and prayers, America. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, it's going to be bad. How many just decks? remember, just remember, the only way to defend yourself against these looter, looters and rioters is to protect yourself with more guns. Mm-hmm. The only way. The only way. The only That's way. what our friends in T3 have taught us, is that, you know, no problem can be solved without a gun. And then when, you set out, when you're feeling good and you want to celebrate, you go out to your back garden and you shoot your guns in the air. Pew, pew. Cartoon style. Pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. <sighs> Sorry, America. <laughs> Everyone is Rambo. <laughs> you know the picture of the dude who um, tased himself in the balls repeatedly until he died of a heart attack at the last thing? Yes. There's, did you, you saw the picture of him, I assume, with two fucking sidearms in his belt and an AK in either arm. Like, uh, how does that, like, what happens? You're like, you go in, you're like, hello, I'd like to buy a, a fucking people murderer, please. Uh, AK-47 or whatever. Or M, what's it, M, M16 or whatever they all buy? M16. Whatever it is. Um, uh, no, AR-15. AR-15, yeah. Um, so he's got one in each arm. <laughs> I know, they used to be able to go to stores, Sean. I, I exaggerate, but... It's like, you know, there's your uh, AR-15. Is there anything else I can help you with? Well, I've got this other free arm, so I guess give me another AR-15. Like, how does that happen? All I'll say is, do you not remember the episode of It's Always Sunny where they try and get a gun because Frank gun is fever. on the TV? Gun fever, yeah. Gun fever's too hot. Yeah, that's literally all that pops into my head when I see half of this stuff now, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, poor America. Poor America. hope everything goes well over there, but oh boy gonna be the mood the mood will be tense yeah the mood's gonna be tense <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> poor balanam man joe biden just trying to accept his presidency <laughs> like <Balanar her>. joe. <laughs> mayo can't win anything uh, mayo can my god this is a yeah you're putting a mayo man in charge lads it's gonna be good it's gonna go well all season but then at the end it's not gonna it's gonna go badly let's just fucking let's see him try and land the plane in crow park <laughs> <laughs> i need to go back streaming that I might stream the Among Us tonight, actually, if, if we're doing that. Because my Got plan it. was to stream uh, Two Point Hospital, but I was very tired last night when we finished watching Love Hate. So, actually, for the people who have seen it, do you remember much about it, Love Hate? I only saw like two episodes. So, uh, no. Age, age Weasel. I, I yeah. actually I didn't watch the first two seasons. I only jumped in at the third season and watched it on from there, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, it was kind of similar. I, I got to it when it was ending um because I, I i thought it was an rte show everyone was talking about it i was like it's probably shite then you know that kind of way. i was just like mm. if it's rte it can't be that good it's actually really good but i, I was watching the first season and then i i was like we were what, it's only four episodes i was like is there a missing episode everything seemed to escalate extremely quickly in that first season it's um it's very good you should check it out though if you haven't seen it we're halfway through the second season now but i think rte have made two good shows in the entirety of their production uh, yeah. love hate and raw now you're recording craig okay we made it a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> damn craig uh no, so, it was yeah. the thoughts of fitz by the leave a brief uncle pop yeah, yeah craig, craig, like, I, i'm <laughs> out of here i'm done 
like, all right, everything. Come on. And she's going to be back on our TV screens very soon. But that'll put the price of the, of the Funko Pop up, Fitz. That'll only increase your profits. I what an investment, Fitz. What an mm, investment. I am a fucking genius. SMRT. I, I've got a Ric Flair and Bret Hart one sitting in a storage box there since I moved in, and I haven't even opened any of them yet. Disgust me. I, um, I have my Fiend one resting on top of my computer here. Nice. My pride and joy so far is one of the old versions of it. I think it's like five-year-old. It's an Ultimate Warrior one. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So that is pretty good connect, uh, condition. I've got a Chase version of uh, Million Dollar Man. Nice. In a white suit. So that's pretty cool. Did I ever get... Was it the Rock Chase I got you in the shop? Or Scott Hall? Probably still in that secret drawer. <laughs> oh, you never picked it up? <laughs> no. <laughs> we were waiting for it to become available, if you oh, know what I mean. yes, I see. <laughs> You're like, money? I'm not paying for this thing. It's a waste. It's a great thing about working in a shop like that. Um, bean counters don't like stock sitting there very long, is the, be- is the best way I could put it. So they'll just sell it for literally anything about nine months in. So you just got to wait. If you're not really bothered about something, you're like, you know what? I'd like it, but I'm not going to pay for it. That reminds us um, the Kurt Angle Funko Pops that we got. Oh, yeah. Two euro for a Funko Pop of uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, what a time to be alive. I'm pretty sure that's probably still on my desk in work, although it's not my desk anymore because I don't think I have a desk in work anymore. Oh, boy. I don't know if we've reassigned them yet. I'd probably still have that desk for now until yeah, we but get back in. Like. I was going to say, yeah, but I'm not with that team anymore. So. I know. Yeah, new me. New year, new me. Did your job move happen remote then, after you left the oh, office? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that happened in July, starting the 6th of July. So ah, like okay. I've literally been learning how to do all this job from home. Shit. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, didn't, be... I didn't go in at like a base level either. I went in a step up. So, yeah, that was <laughs> fucking fun. I see they're trying to bring in laws now to facilitate working from home. Go yeah. on. Yeah, so they're going to actually kind of put it into the law book that employees can ask to work from home if the job is suitable to be done from home. And companies will have to give a justifiable reason why they need you in the office full time. Or you could actually bring a, a dispute to the Labour Relations Committee about it. Interesting. Mm. I want to be a fly on the wall of your office, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Steve? Are you oh, kind of picturing it, how those conversations might yes, go? I would love to see the taps on shoulders at 5.25 on a Friday <laughs> evening that result from that. <laughs> Needless to say, I will be asking about it. Oh, yeah, this should be fun. Uh, can you record it? Can you do? Can you stream it on Discord? So we can all watch. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a way to do that. Uh, hey. no, get, no, get that shit up on Twitch, man. Twitch is where that's oh, yeah. Mm. oh, yeah. Twitch. Yeah, we need to go followers. Yeah, yeah go for it. <laughs> I, was like, thinking, I was trying to think of other games for us to play on Twitch, but actually, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Like for context, Steve, things have gotten slightly worse this year already, insofar as that the two longest serving people on my team are no longer on our team for different reasons. So the other people that would be doing my job with me are no longer there, and I'm doing all of that job on my own. Ah, as is tradition. Oh, yeah. What a company. A job that normally gets done by maybe seven to ten people in most normal companies. It was getting done by three people in our company. Now it's getting done by one person. Yeah. Beautiful. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Or you work for the department that makes the most revenue and has the least amount of staff. <laughs> and that hasn't changed. <laughs> Some people, you know, might have eight. We had three. Good times. 
I don't have yeah. Vietnam flashbacks at all. <laughs> <laughs> I still have them and I haven't left yet. Uh, we were selling the hottest product in the world at the time. It would be like the PS5 of its day, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wrestling. Impact uh, has a pay-per-view tonight, and I'm oddly looking forward to it. I like an old Saturday night pay-per-view. It's on the same time as the Ravens match, so I will not, oh, be, I will not yeah, be watching, I watching it. Sheet. I'll watch it. I'll live tweet my thoughts going, Way, Josh Matthews isn't there anymore. Yay. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, did you see the fucking tweet that's just gone in? There's fans wow. on the island. There's oh fans God. on Fight Island. Oh, my oh God. God. What do you mean? They need to produce a negative COVID test within the past 48 hours to do so, and there's plexiglass between them and the floor. What's the main event tonight? Does anyone know? Uh, uh, Matt Holloway. Yeah, Holloway oh. guitar. Yeah, because McGregor's fighting next weekend and I'm working on the Sunday. I tried to book it off, but I'm waitlisted. So. I hate the guy, but I, I still want to watch his fight. Throw this out there, by the way. The overall card tonight shits all over the McGregor mm. card. The, the, undercard of that, the undercard of that McGregor fight looks like absolute fucking cack. Yeah, you don't Doesn't matter. Like McGregor's oh, no, yeah. there, yeah. Uh, whereas tonight they've put out a fucking great card. Actually, Carlos Condit, Matt Brown is a co-main, and that match is going to fuck. Nice. The home main ca- card is middleweight or lower. Just okay. for... Yeah. Um, Wrestling news. I don't think there was anything. Uh, apart from the Royal Rumble, or the WrestleMania getting pushed back two weeks. Oh, well, yeah. It's in April, April now. And is it going to be one night? Please, God. They haven't confirmed that yet, but they will be in a different venue because Tropicana Field will no longer be available and the Amway Center will no longer be available. So they'll have to be somewhere else. Back to the, P- what the word they call it now, the CWC? The COVID Capital Wrestling Center. Yeah. <laughs> the COVID Wrestling Center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the that's too true. That is too true. Well, I'm guessing that's why they're putting the Thunderdome properly into NXT now to prepare it to be used for Raw and SmackDown on the, on the event that they can't use any of the venues. So it's, um, it's just there as a backup. Like, I, I, yeah. I reckon they'll, be get, they'll sort something else out. I don't yeah. see it actually going back there, but it's good to have it as a backup. What? For sure. I think, you think about it, it's in, going to be in April, so that's literally three months away. Did you see McGregor's really classy watch there? 1.5 million. 1.5 million. And yep. look what he put on it. Fucking state of it. Uh, now I don't know if that picture is legit. Now, to be honest, two point two million. That's dollar dues, I think. It's from his Instagram, apparently. There's a video. Oh man, oh, Jesus Christ! Trust Ryan to have the video. Um, so on this watch that's covered in diamonds and all sorts, there is uh, it's like a it's like a clip art drawing yeah. <laughs> of a man and a woman. It's a very crude uh, drawing of a man crude, in a yeah. woman's arm, <laughs> and they love each other very much, and they're hugging in a special way. Yeah, yeah, it. it, it yeah, oh, now I'm going to say it. Never mind. Yeah, that it, picture it reminds me true. of a story. Oh, yeah. it is true. Dear God, it is true. Why? Yeah, it is Why? true. But the thing is that isn't always viewable you have to press a button on the watch to open up the segment the segment where you can see him writing her oh it's actually a movement it's not just a picture oh it's it moves <laughs> oh it moves oh lads oh it's oh it's, yeah that's not a still image <laughs> so what happens when idiots get money 
He's put a GIF in a watch. He's put a GIF of writing <laughs> in a watch. In a $2.2 million watch. Oh, lads, the absolute fucking state of that. I'm pretty sure the watch, well, actually, no, the watch I'm wearing now cost me like 200, or, yeah, 250. But before that, the watch I wore cost me like three quid. I'm playing the video in the Discord here now. Oh, good Jesus Lord. Christ. <laughs> ah, uh, uh, Connor, you're a grown man with kids. Well, now they can see how they were made. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, quest, the question is, is that is that him in the, the video? And if so, who is the girl? That, that's the thing I stopped myself from saying. It just reminds me of a story that was doing the rounds about um, a famous Irish sports star. Uh, does it look consensual? I can't tell. Oh, good lord! Did you see the other? Did you see the other watch that he has? No. <laughs> Martin O'Neill. What? Oh, okay. the goldfish bowl. Let's get flashbacks to Homer Simpson with his astrolabe. Jesus! <laughs> oh, Christ. what the fuck is this? <laughs> How do I describe that to the to the podcast listener? Use uh, your words. So it's, it looks like a flat watch, but then when he pans around, it's actually like a snow globe, but like gold and like those little pinball games you do where you you move the ball into the hole. And, and I don't even know what to say here. I'm not good with describing. Oh, good <laughs> Lord, Connor. Oh, Connor, 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 Connor. It's so bad. One million dollars. Fucking idiots. What is wrong with these people? Just remind me of that. Oh. <laughs> it literally looks like he has an, that on his fucking. Uh, you could use watch. your money to create generational wealth for your children, grandchildren, and their grandchildren, but no. $3.2 million on two watches. <laughs> give, give, give me your wealth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, idiots. The thing money. is, well, he's just stupid rich. You know, when you've that much money, you really don't care. Oh, I do like, stupid shit too. Like, what did he get from the, the boxing fight alone? Did he get something like 200 million from that? Oh, it was something insane. Some uh, ridiculous money, yeah. So that's not even counting all the sponsorship deals he does, sponsored posts, whiskey deals that he has. Proper 12. Uh, his, his UFC career, let alone, and his pay-per-view buys there. And the rumor that he has shares in UFC as well. So who the fuck knows how much money he actually has. So if you have that much money, you're probably going to do something stupid as well. Yeah. I was looking at it going, is that a bit like me spending a ridiculous amount of money on a PC? I was like, no, this one can be used for things. This is a watch that he's <laughs> going to break and has people like, I don't know what they're doing. I have questions about the that image. That's all I'm saying. Just reminds me of a story I heard about a, another famous Irish sports star. With two arms? No, 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 no. With, with uh, two bottles of whiskey. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Mayweather is broke. That's why he'll be fighting YouTuber, YouTubers till he's 70. I want to see Floyd beat the living piss out of these YouTube lads. Just nonstop. I'll watch it once a month. No problem with it. When will he fight PewDiePie? That would be fucking hilarious. Could you imagine? Only if we can get fucking Snoop on commentary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Snoop Dogg has to be the official commentator for all of these fights, by the way. And if Mike Tyson could be on the card too, I'm okay with it. <laughs> this isn't sport like this just is a, different just yeah. that too bad commentary booth sneaking like Tyson yeah yeah but Morrow has to be there too just, just <laughs> to, to class it up a little bit there has to be some credibility to this fucking thing <laughs> even Morrow dropped his guard during the Tyson fight he was just like ah oh, fuck it let's just talk about smoking weed with Snoop <laughs> <laughs> fantastic 
That was uh, one of the greatest nights of sport in the history of sport. It was. <laughs> 2020's crowning achievement. Oh, Floyd, what are you spending your money on? More bracelets and watches. All oh, these people. Uh, anyway, uh, once again, I don't think there was any wrestling news. So I don't think there was anyway. Uh, Apart from the WWE champion getting COVID. Yeah, well, I we talk about it in kind of raw, I guess. But, <laughs> um, well, we'll just talk about COVID with wrestling in general. Katie or Casey Catanzaro had a birthday party filled with wrestlers. Like, you idiots. Do you pay no attention to this? Uh, the WWE Clowns. champion has to be taken off TV because he's COVID and all these lads. This is why they split. This is why they stopped mingling. Do you remember it was that whole story that okay. they stopped mingling between the brands because of this? It's yeah. not Casey's fault. Look, you have to bear in mind that she probably doesn't know really what's going on in the world because she's got her head too far up Ricochet's ass. Wow. He does love wow. that. He normally, he normally likes a finger up there. But See? Uh, topical. Small enough. <laughs> topical. Uh, Marty Skrull was there too. Was, mm. Mm, interesting. I saw that um, Damien Priest was there too, so he's not getting called up yet. Bleeding Priest. He probably could have been on SmackDown this week, but it was like, oh, you went out drinking with people from the PC. Fool. You're not coming up. <laughs> That's a paddling. Yeah. You want to be on the same show as Roman Reigns, who might die from this. Okay, yeah. No, you can stay in the PC. Do you reckon he's doing it on purpose to stay in the PC? That's a clever way to do it, actually. I'll take it back. Casey Catanzaro like, and Ricochet are geniuses. It's like, you can face fucking the likes of, you know, Balor and... Bronson Reed and Cross or here, go up and sell for, I don't know, who's, who's shit on SmackDown? Baron Corbin. It's exactly oh, what there I was we, go. <laughs> we all went the same thing. Just be a mirror, just the two of them standing across from each other. Just, yeah. Despite the Spider-Man fighting at each other. Talk uh, Wednesday night then instead, we'll just go straight into it. No kissing. Straight in, no kissing. Straight in, no kissing. Uh, Steve, I, I believe that as a connoisseur of tag team wrestling like yourself, that you could be classified as a tag team slut. A tag team slut? <laughs> How dare you? That's <laughs> We need to talk about this, this dentist segment thing. Yes! I'm putting it in there. Don't worry, I've, I've, I have uh, for balance as a fair host. I have one coming up right afterwards. Can can I tweak it slightly? Go ahead. I I I, won't, I can't nominate the the entire segment because everything up to Jade Cargill was actually funny and entertaining. Jade Cargill is the drizzling shits. She, she is, but, uh, the part with Rebel or Reba Reba Rebel going ha 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 ha. That's that was hilarious. I like that. Oh, uh, Reba's the highlight of the segment for me. Fuck all of you. Okay, well we'll move <laughs> to the Jade Cargill part then because I'm not going to win that one. Cool. The current Correct. champion, or to explain this to people who may yeah. just be listening, uh, we do a, a rolling 24-7 worst segment of the year award. And we're not too, you know, we just like to award it as much as possible, you know. So we, we normally would award it nearly every week. Yeah, four champs last week. Uh, but the, the winner that held out for 2020 was the karaoke segment from SmackDown. There was no beating that. So we had an unbeatable champion. And now, now that it, the new year has ticked over and we crowned four new champions last week... <laughs> I think it's time we can start counting more. The current champion is uh, Goldberg challenging for a world title in 2021. And I'm putting the, uh, tweaking it as Fitz says, I'm putting the Jade Cargill section of the, what was it called? The waiting room. That was it. The waiting room. Mm. Uh, Up against Goldberg here. Does it stand a chance against the might 
and the power of Goldberg. I want to throw something in there. Just you want Jade Cargill. She has got ridiculous confidence in herself for someone who is the drizzling shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to admire the fucking confidence she has. She speaks with confidence. Confidence mm-hmm. gets you a long way. But everything that comes out of her mouth and her delivery of it is fucking dirt. Yeah. And not even that fancy store-bought dirt. No, that's just, <laughs> that's just full of nutrients. She's just full of steroids. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. I don't know. Look, look, look at this. Like a brain cage. <laughs> she, looks, she looks like steroids have fucking dispersed themselves unevenly around her. There's, um, no, what look. was Cody even doing there, really? She's taller than him. Yeah. Yeah, this I felt bad. A... You don't put Cody in these segments. Get and him she away. wears heels. Nobody puts Cody in But are they AEW heels? Yeah. Oh. You surely have to be on brand. On they did. It was a women's segment and they didn't plug AEW heels. So that they one did plug it in the match later, though. They yeah. did. They didn't plug this particular segment. segment of the night. Therefore, I, I, it gives it further credence to my, uh, to my claim that it might be the worst segment of the year. Oh, so let, it was bad. Like, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't worse in the actual not awarding it segment or kind of consequence of the Goldberg winning or, or challenging for a world title. I don't know if it was better slash worse, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Oh, that's why I threw it, and I think that we, we, as we did, we've had a fun conversation about it. That's really yeah. all the award is there for. Yeah, it's definitely up for debate, but I don't think it wins for me anyway. I, I think Goldberg having a shot in twenty twenty one is is going to be tough to beat. I'll tell you for, that, for, for a week or two. For a week or two, yeah. I'll tie it up at one all then to make it interesting. I'm uh, just going to throw into something that threw into the chat there on Discord. So, people, you should really join our Discord. If you go to Tubert Wrestling on Twitter, you'll find the link and you can join in for the live chat every week. But uh, he called out that they plugged AEW heels in a really technical, well fought NWA <laughs> women's title match, but they didn't plug AEW heels in a segment that was essentially poking fun of every fucking 90, 80s and 90s talk show ever. Mm-hmm. that's kind of fairly bad um, when it comes to vote I don't think I can give it I don't cool. think I can give it the vote but it was the drizzling shit it's I, a worthy nomination anyway it, it is it's definitely a worthy nomination I, I thought Britt Breaker was really good in this segment yeah. I really enjoyed her okay uh, we'll, we'll make it official now <laughs> I love that it's back. I love that it's up for grabs again. There's an attainable reach there. Nobody was touching that karaoke segment. We knew it when we awarded it. There was nobody going to stop this thing. Goldberg is in reach, you see. Ding dong, hello on SmackDown. Uh, Did, it didn't go bad. as bad as I was expecting. Yeah. Next week. Next, next week, week, the obstacle course. <laughs> the obstacle course for next week. I just want to throw it out there. Who are these segments for? There's so many fucking talk show segments. Stop the pain. So I thought I'd throw in a little nomination just to make fun of it. It was a talk show segment and there was no physicality. Madness. Madness. Can I, say something, can I say something I really liked about this segment? Go on. That she made her go through the door. Oh, APA style, yeah. APA style. And literally, as she was walking down the ramp, I said to Paddy, uh, I just got downstairs just in time to start watching that part. And I was like, yeah, so, yeah, this better happen. She better get sent through the door. He's like, why? He's like, fucking APA style, man. You can't have a door and not put some, send someone through the fucking thing. It's like, exactly. sacrilegious. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I, I'll vote for it just to justify me throwing it in here, but it's not going to win. <laughs> 
again <laughs> bad, but it. I still think it was even better. It was slightly better than the Cargill stuff. So, yeah. by that logic, I can't give it a vote. But it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, like it definitely wasn't as bad as uh, the Cargill stuff. That was horrible. And God knows WWE don't need more fucking talk shows, especially when they're all in the ring and nearly always look the same. But at least, like Nick said, it didn't break out into violence, so that's a plus in its uh, in its credit. Mm. Yay, yay, I suppose. Yay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Goldberg. Goldberg takes it, retain. Cool. He's going to be a strong champion, Nick. Yeah. Both in the 24-7 and when he beats Drew McIntyre at the Royal <laughs> If Drew's back by the Rumble. True, yeah. He might have to vacate. You know. Vacant. Vacant. Default. Default. The greatest words in the English language. Uh, lots of wrestling happened on AEW. Nobody cares. Main event was unreal. Oh, it was very good. Oh, man. Fantastic match. Uh, Fitz, what was that thing you shared with us? The, um, the, the story about the pinfall, the crucifix pin. Yes. So back in the day when Darby lost to Cody because he attempted the crucifix bomb pin off the corner, but kind of over-rotated or didn't hit it smoothly and Cody was able to get the pin using Darby's momentum against him. It was after that that Taz kind of approached Darby and suggested, hey, look, you know, I can help you with these things. I'm, I'm a veteran. I've been around the block many times. I can show you the ropes, kind of work out the kinks in your offense. And Darby's like, no, nah, I know what I did wrong. I'm good, thanks. And that set in motion the feud between Darby and Taz and the, the animosity between them. So it was really cool. And I don't know if it was intentional or if it was pure accidental. I think it's more of the former rather than the latter. But Darby beat Brian Cage using the crucifix bomb from the corner and got the the successful pin this time around. Beautiful. Yeah. Jeff's kiss. Um, yeah, it was a very good match. Um, just Darby Allen just takes a great ass whooping. <laughs> just like <laughs> yep. the spot of the night, though, obviously, is the uh, Spike Dudley thing where the Brian Cage throws Darby Allen from the ring through the announce table in the corner. Fantastic. Ow. Ow. Yeah. Yep. And then he brought him back into the ring after that and power bombed him over the rope onto the ramp for good measure. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, such a good match. Really, really enjoyed it. How and does he so, not have internal bleeding? I don't know. I think he has to. That man's not making his 30s. <laughs> what age is he? <laughs> he has to be. Hopefully he's not already over 30. But, uh, yeah, he's only gonna, 26. Yeah, he's going to be struggling. Um, 28. There you go. Ah, he's got time. <laughs> and he's uh, going at which was it? Priscilla Kelly. So like not anymore. Oh, God has been keeping a close eye on that one. So you're That's telling it. me there's a chance. <laughs> sure she put it on Instagram a couple of months back. Right. Okay. Sorry, um, Steve is now looking. <laughs> the only reason you were still living here was because <laughs> <laughs> she's not listening, is she? No, she's gone to Roscommon. Why? Um, hence why I'm like, yeah, we should definitely play Among Us and stream stuff until four in the morning. I'm good with that. Nice. Um, yeah, I thought it was an excellent match. Darby Allen is a star. We've been saying it since we first fucking saw the guy on the show. Um, and then Sting finally got physical in Sting. a sense. Sting. Physical, physical. Uh, he hit the, the team Taz lads were causing some shenanigans at ringside and, uh, 
Sting came out and ran them all off with a bat. He hit Ricky Starks, I believe, with a bat. And maybe yeah. Hook as well. I can't remember. Apparently, Hook is doing great stuff on AEW Dark. Taz's son. Throwing bitches yeah. all around the place. Yeah, I saw him hitting check the, him out. I saw him hitting the, was it a belly to belly in a clothesline, I think. I, I yeah, that was on Dynamite, it. wasn't it, or yeah. something? Yeah. Remember well, sending that man... Yeah, he's being the lineage that he has. Can't hit a belly to belly at this stage. He doesn't deserve to be in the ring. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he, when he was born, he just came out and just belly to belly the fucking nurse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to look into his matches to see what he's like because I'm hearing great things. Anyway, everyone Dark on is, Dark's like three hours or four hours long. Sometimes it's, it's yeah, it's a hard watch. You know yeah. what? At least they're getting people their reps. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The thing we complained about, you know, I don't have to watch this. If there's anything relevant, they are showing it. I'm going to give them a hell of a lot of credit for this. They're starting to show all this stuff now, uh, if it's relevant. So, yeah, look, fair fucks to them. They're getting people to reps. That's the one thing we said. These people aren't ready for TV. They're giving them a chance to actually get them ready for TV. So On YouTube. Yeah. We'll um we'll talk about the rest of the stuff as well, but I wanted to cover the other match. The NWA women's title match was brilliant as well. Yeah, uh, Tay Conti and um, Serena Deeb, and I didn't know Tay Conti's thing with the 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 takeover was a tribute to Eddie Guerrero. It's her version of the Three Amigos, apparently, is what she said on Twitter. Oh, I follow her closely on Twitter because I, you know, I'm interested in her career. Yeah, so. you sound like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big supporter. Cares uh, cares about how cares about the the future of the business. Yeah, it's all about the future of the business, Gordo, as we know, because I love this business, you know, so I got to keep following these people, you know. Oh, I I definitely am 100% sure you're a big fan of her business. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, big, big fan. Big, big fan. Um, oh, Hook strikes again. What did he do here? Ooh, judo takeover. Okay, so he, yeah, this guy, this guy could be good. He's been training for a long time with Cody, I think, wasn't it? Or, yeah, behind yeah, closed yeah. doors because they didn't want people to see what he could do, apparently. Right. They wanted, they wanted to see all this shit to be a surprise. <laughs> they didn't want, the, didn't want the bat phone ringing with Triple H on the end of it. I We'll give you 300 grand a year to go sit in the fucking PC and do nothing for 10 years. Sound. Anyway. Uh, my phone battery or phone screen switched off. But yeah, it was a great match. Um, anytime Serena Deeb is in a match, and I was actually surprised with Take On. I didn't think she was that good. Not saying I thought she was bad. I didn't think she was good as she is. Ah, she's she, she's she also shows, a lot better. Yeah, she also glimmers back in NXT, but she, since she kind of moved out of it, and you can, like if you do, obviously you do follow her on Twitter. She is mm-hmm. always like learning and stuff. She's always actively trying to improve, so you can tell yeah. it's working. Plus, she's a legit black belt uh, and blue belt in two different forms of martial arts. Yeah. Something else I learned by following her career through Twitter is that um, she went to school with uh, Coutinho. Yeah. Now for you. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. <laughs> really weird. They're both in the same class, <laughs> Philip Coutinho. Anyway. Uh, and Chris yeah. Cyborg was cheering her on this week as well. She tweeted out in yeah. support of her. She'll get that Becky Lynch match yet, Nick. Fitz, tell me tales of the rest while I go grab something. Um, opened up with Pack and Eddie Kingston. That was that was a fun match. Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, quite literally. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it was kind of a weird situation where both guys kind of needed to win. Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily great to see either guy lose. But I think they probably made the correct decision because Pack needed to win a little bit more to keep yeah. him on a hot streak. 
like before Pac left, they were clearly building him to have a title shot, and you know, it COVID happened, so they, yeah. they need to get him back on that track. And I think it was Alex Pulowski on Fightful said, great point is like, Pac can't really suffer defeats and stay strong, whereas Eddie Kingston kind of can because he could lose five straight matches, it's come to the ring, promo. bust out a 90-second promo, and boom, he's back in a, a title picture again. Yeah. So Eddie can kind of justify that. Now, it would still be nice to pick up a few Ws and have a legitimate challenge again, but... Get the W. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. The um, what do you think of the elite swerve? I, I to be fair, I could see that coming a mile away. Oh yeah, With the Good Brothers instead of the Young Bucks. Yeah. yeah, I thought they handled it very well and how they presented it. I wasn't sure how they were going to get to to that point because every, everyone was expecting the Young Bucks, and I like the fact that they, they swerved the Young Bucks as well. Mm. Kind of reinforced what we were saying last week: is okay, are the the Young Bucks all in, pun intended, or uh. all out? But um, or do they want to go double or nothing? Do they do it? Oh, they do it. Look, we're starting they a revolution. It. It's fine. They're gonna go full gear into this angle, and they'll be Do do do. DJ Horn isn't key binded yet, but oh, it's there somewhere. I won't find it. I'll move on. Our puns are absolute dynamite. Wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hard this thing might go dark. You know, we have to. Oh, <laughs> Cody Rhodes. <laughs> New Year Smash. <laughs> what other shows can we name? <laughs> I don't know why we don't get paid to do this. This is professional level shit. Um, and that's appropriate, we can, Lawrence. <laughs> we can talk. We can talk into the mic. Oh, can you believe it? Can SRS. You believe it? And I've been laughing right because my head was probably moving around and I probably sounded like I was in a Pringles can there, but look at it. Can I, can I comment on one thing on this show, Dude, please? That's why we're here. Um, is Cornette, after giving up on FTR, after seeing himself for <laughs> fucking Marco Runt? Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't seen any of his stuff this week. I, I did see a thumbnail of him standing beside Chris Jericho's bedside because he had COVID. I'm looking forward to watching that little clip, but <laughs> just thought of something. Jericho said he had COVID sometime around September. Lance mm-hmm. Archer got COVID in September, so maybe it wasn't Nick just Jackson Nick Jackson. Did. Nick Jackson as so well. Maybe it yeah. wasn't just Nick, but Archer put out a comment how he thought it was something that it was at the vet because he had to bring his dogs to the vet, and he thought that's where he got it. Mm. Yeah, I think it could have just been three unrelated incidents as well, but yeah, a lot of people... Oh, I go with my story. Super spreader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Apparently Nick Jackson got it really bad. Uh, I was listening to the soup they were talking about it. He was breaking out in hives and everything. He put Mm. something up on Instagram or something about it. He was really, really sick. The Ayatollah of rock and COVID. (laughs) (laughs) This was back when, do you remember they were pretending Nick Jackson was at the shows when he clearly wasn't? No, he's just out of the frame. That was so like his foot. The odd time. (laughs) That was a clever way to do it. To be fair, it was quite funny. Um, Yeah, Kenny and the Good Brothers are are in a in a wrestling match this evening, Mm -hmm. also on Impact. So, I I was I liked the the makeup of this match. You know, obviously it was all about the story of the Good Brothers taking the spot of the Young Bucks, and and rightfully so. That was the the takeaway from it. But the Varsity Blondes and Danny Limelight looked pretty damn good in this match. Yeah, I really like Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. He has the look. 
Yeah. You can see technically he's still a little bit off just with his timing and whatnot so far, but you know, that'll come with more experience. Speaking of which, actually, the the two parter this year for Dark Side of the Ring is about Brian Pillman. It's That's a two parter. Two parter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I heard yeah, they have so. they have Austin on board for it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Austin is there because Brian Pillman put him up. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I should say put it up on Twitter last night. Actually, that it is a two-part episode. So Fuck. sweet. That's going to be good. I'm hoping they cover the fallout of the gun incident on Raw. I'm assuming that's why Austin is there, apart from obviously the Hollywood Blondes and all that. But uh, I want to because apparently they got in a lot of trouble over that with the USA Network or NBC or whoever the hell they were with at the time. So I'd imagine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that story. Can you imagine back then that that's the story going off air? Fade to black on a gunshot with Austin getting shot and Brian. Sure, Bell. sure. Now you have fade to black on someone dro- uh, possibly dropping the match to burn someone alive. You know, it's, there you go. <laughs> still attempted murder either way. Like I- Impact just did a, a murder mystery angle like two months ago where someone got shot. Someone got yeah. shot. He didn't die though. Done in comedy. <laughs> yeah. It was done at a wedding. Yeah, it was the what did they call that segment on Impact Wrestle House or something. Something like that. Know. Wrestle House. It was done like. Oh, yeah. Wrestle House. Wrestler yeah. House or something. Sure. Uh, going to hack this. A libation. Puff of all. Oh, boy. And I have two. If I remember, they're doing uh, one of the other things they're covering in Dark Side this season is the WCW New Japan Collision in Korea. Oh, gosh. Which, well, that was the, the Anoki Flair, wasn't it? Th- this show is never going to run out of content. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Every season, year, just season more four and more is going to have speaking out. So, oh, that speaking out one's going to be horrendous. But I'd say they're a few years away from that. There's so many other ones to cover. It's going to be great. Anyway, um, but what do you think of the FTR and uh, Matt Jungle Boy and Mark Stump match? Kill it, fine. Kill it with fire. Ooh, it, it was what it was. Like. You're never going to get anything better than this unless you get like a thirty second squash. But that Marco wouldn't have been Stunt. that wouldn't have been fair to Jungle Boy. M- Marco Stunt has no business being in there with FTR unless it is to literally eat a finish and die. I think that's pretty much what happened, though, wasn't it? I know. He no, got he got he got. They they sold for him, dude. They they proper sold for him in this fucking match. I wouldn't classify that as selling in, in the in the traditional sense. They took moves from him where he was impact or thrown into him or dived into him or did little things like that. It wasn't a case where they sold a suplex or they sold normal moves. Dude, if this was FTR taking moves from El Torito, Twitter would have been fucking going nuts. <laughs> like Torito. Seriously, I I I was pissed off at this. I and I love I love Jungle Boy. I seriously think if we'd had. FTR versus proper Jurassic Express, we would have had a fucking great match. I wouldn't be anyway thinking this way about it, but I was seriously pissed off watching this match. Speaking of Jurassic Express, what's going on with Lutasaurus? Because when I was watching BT, you know, he's doing a program with fucking Brandon Cutler on Dark. Yeah, it's just because Brandon Cutler is the dragon and Luchasaurus is the dinosaur, so they're just doing a, a comedy gag sketch between the two of them. I'm assuming he was injured and now he's coming back and that's just a match to get the ring rust off, maybe? Yeah, probably. They, they, did, they did say on Dynamite this week that uh, they're the number two ranked t- tag team, our Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. So yeah, they'll be facing off against be, uh, FTR against soon. Yeah. This was just kind of a, a warm-up match as well for FTR. Marcus Dunn wanted to you know, take out his anger that he was getting kind of you know taken the piss out of by FTR. So this was just a chance for him to show that he's a tough guy 
really is. He isn't. So FTR won. So next FTR take on the real Jungle Express or Jurassic Express even. And as Rian put in there on being the elite, Silver and Reynolds are on a mission to recruit Sting and that's going to be comedy gold. The similar yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's everything covered. Was there anything like segment wise? Normally well, results in. Oh, we yeah. missed one match. Miro. Oh, yeah. Chuck Taylor. That was fun. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how they handle the whole Chuck Taylor being the the young boy from Miro. That could be comedy oh, as well. No, 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 Butler. Yeah, not young. Did they stop mentioning young boy? Yeah, I imagine there was some market feedback there. We're like, what's a young boy? Please don't put that on TV. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, they had to change that name. It, it wouldn't translate, obviously. And you couldn't say slave either, so you need to be, <laughs> you need to be very careful about what you're saying. You, you, you can call him a slave, Nick. He's white. You're allowed to do it. Oh, boy. Chuck Taylor shows up dressed as Mr. Slave next week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <sighs> That's AEW. What else? Um, there must have been segments and stuff, though, because normally I just fire the copy-paste the results in here. The uh, F- or the Inner Circle's New Year's Resolution. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That was fantastic. This could be great next week. So a uh, Sammy Hagar thing. Going over Sammy's head was hilarious. I thought it was very funny. Jericho was like, forget about it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be, they had a big fight over, it started off where, was it Jericho and MGF are the premier tag team in the group? They're going to win the titles. Yeah, but then that obviously, that pissed off LA. Or, oh my, why do I keep calling them LAX? Because what they are. Powerful. Yeah. They're LAX. But I, I, I transitioned to FTR far easier than I did LAX to Pride and Powerful. And I watched Revival way more than the fucking mm. LAX. But anyway. Um, and then that ended up with Sammy and Hager. You know, lol. Why they haven't done this before, I don't know. But uh, So it's going to be a six-man tag with all those teams. And Wardlaw is just going to chill. Okay, uh, this one went over my head too. What's the Sammy Hager thing about? The musician. Yeah. Oh, okay. So- yeah, so Jericho's obviously like, oh, you're a kid. What would you know type thing? But um, The line. Yeah. He said the line. that He's a tag team slot. Tag team slot. Because Jericho was in a tag team with the sex gods, which they can never use again because of some... Oh, I knew there was wrestling news. Sammy and T-Bar. Oh, <sighs> T-Bar. Sorry to transition away. We'll come back to it. So what happened? T-Bar... Dominic Dijakovic had said that Sammy Guevara, some little virgin on AEW, is stealing his um, finishing move. And then Sammy came back and said, he's, it's, it's not his move, it's some other dude's move. I don't know who the guy was. And oh, then T-Bar came back and said, he's not, whatever it was, I can't remember, but it ended up with him saying that um, Sammy, or Sammy Guevara was making jokes about rape, a la the Sasha Banks story from earlier in the year. You had to take it too far. Yeah, he kind of went a bit extreme there. I mean, it was two nerds fighting over a wrestling move. Every wrestling move was stolen. So, yeah. but then it went a bit too far. I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's go. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> yeah, I think that the, the, the gift deliverance put into the chat there sums it up quite well. But, but I, you know what? I encourage these fights. I'm okay with it. They make asses themselves and we get to laugh. Only the only people who lose are the people in the argument. Is that not what Twitter was built for? <laughs> That's my America. That's yeah. what you voted for, is it? That's what I voted for. <laughs> change. Well, change. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought this was America. That was America. Not America. Um, Randy Marsh yeah. for president. 
So that was fun. That was a fun little Twitter spat this week. There hasn't been a shit show in a while. No, it's it's judo. I'm sure it's coming very soon. Yeah, yeah. So then there's, yeah, so we'll have a six, not a six-man tag, a three-tag team match. Whatever Triple threat tag, tag team match. There you go. Perfect. Play a holla holla. Um, and the winner goes one-on-one with The Undertaker. Huge if true. Mark Calloway, what's he doing? In the- <laughs> poor, uh, um, poor Wardlow, he didn't get anyone to tag with. No, I kind of like that he's the one on the, the silent murderer on the outside, though. No, mm. he's, the, he's the kingmaker type thing. Yeah. Whichever team he decides to, to sign up with, have the added man or whatever. So to that be could fair, be fun throughout the week with social media. They could do, you know, people trying to be nice to Wardlow and yeah, get like, him in their corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a lot Three, you can do there. It's not Ryan hard. makes a great point there is that Santana Ortiz better win this. Oh, yeah, they have to. Yeah. Or if they don't win it, that should be them out of inner circle. Mm-hmm. so yeah. they can go about their business but the storyline is that MGF is just going to divide and conquer it's, yeah yeah true, 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 true. Miracle, I think that's that the whole plan that he's, he's always buttering up everyone and yeah that's, that, that's what's going to happen but next week it's all about the match with Inner Circle and Hangman Page uh, to celebrate Negative One's birthday Dark oh Arabian. yeah yeah and it's going to end with negative one asking Hangman to take over the leadership of Inner Circle. It is. And oh my God, that's Dark order. going to be brilliant. Dark, Dark order. Yeah. <laughs> words, words are hard right now. Huge heel turn by Brody Lee's son. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go solve this mess over there. The seven people rather than eight. It's a disaster. Um, yeah, that's, it. that's, that's what's going to happen. I have an awful feeling. That it's uh, yeah, it's gonna be rough. We're rough to watch that. Mm-hmm. Too soon, maybe. Nah, it's you, you can't. You have to kind of do something pretty soon about it. I don't think you can leave it too long. Dark Order are the biggest babyface group in all of professional wrestling right now. Yeah, you can't turn them heel ever again after that tribute show. Oh, that's gonna be heavy watching. Heavy watching. Um, but yeah, that's good. Um, AEW Lucha Bros Superkick the Young Bucks that was a thing yeah. oh god we're going back to that again oh all the destroyers all the destroyers they should just have a Canadian destroyer match whoever hits the most in an Iron Man style match <gasps> just don't get my ideas Canadian destroyer <laughs> on a pole match <laughs> first one to do a Canadian destroyer off the pole wins <laughs> um, I think we've seen enough of Lucha Bros and Young Bucks. They did three fucking matches or whatever, three big matches. I think we're good there. There's other tag teams yeah. you can use. We're all good. Yeah. Um, NXT. And now we got uh, Finn Balor and Uni- er, Universal Champion. Undisputed Era seemingly having some sort of a little agreement here. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Looks yeah, to me. A little bit of respect. So there's just, there's just bullet clubs reforming in every single yeah, promo- the promotion at the moment. <laughs> Tamatanga is raging. Just <laughs> all of this. Um, yeah, it seems to be that Balor is going to help them out a little bit here, or I don't know what's going on. Essentially, it's fun. I'm really enjoying oh, the storyline. Well, we Fish is injured, so injured, or did he storm the capital? <laughs> wrestling center. <laughs> wrestling center. Uh, yeah, he's the revolution. Uh, yeah, Bobby Fish is one of those weird kind of QAnon type lads, apparently, as well. So, 
might be keeping him off TV until this whole Trump situation blows over. Yeah. Well, they have no problem leaving Drake on there. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Uh, he's, he's just, what are they going to do? If they take him out, he's just going to go in and shoot the place up. Yeah. With smiles. With smiles. A smile for you and a smile for you. Everyone gets a smile. <laughs> Everyone gets a smile. Lovely, <laughs> lovely <ladies>. smiles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riker is on TV. That's a good point, Rian. Um, but yeah, the main thing was the whole Dusty Rhodes classic is back. Both of them. Yeah. We're having a women's Dusty Rhodes classic now as well. That's a flex now on AEW. You're like, oh, you have the best tag team in the world. You got shit women. How about this? We got a tag team women's tournament. How about that? Let's see what AEW come back with next week. And let's just keep getting petty. Just, just they're they're stealing the idea from AEW. AEW invented women's tag team tournament competitions. True. True. I wouldn't say they're shit Antox. The tag teams, they've got a lot of great fucking talent there that they can make teams with. But there's no tag teams. No, there right, other than Casey Carter and Lacey Lane. Oh no, they're the same person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's a great tag team. I'm all about that tag team. Katie <laughs> Catanzaro and Lacey Lane. Yeah, uh, MSK was the debut. Uh, the Ras or the Rascals from TNA. Impact Spyro debut. I thought. I thought they were alright. They're okay, but I I I had a lot more expectation with the the talk up they were getting on the internet. Mm. Like if they debuted on Dynamite they'd be called out for one of the guys being out of shape. Probably. Probably. The other one was so in shape that it counteracted it. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Like the, the black lad was ridiculously ripped. The white guy was looked like he was on the beer for the last like, six months. The name, I'll, I'll never get used to the new names, though. Those new names are terrible. You mean Wes Lee? Wes Lee. And oh, I can't remember what the other one was. Not they're they're going to be Zachary no. Wentz. Not Wes Lee and Matt Matt Yeah. And the one that everyone loved, Trey Miguel, is the one that didn't join. Yes. So, yes, yeah. The, so. yeah. There's three letters in the t- tag team name. You know. Oh, okay, yeah. But none of them are MSK. Mean Street Kids. Mean Street, yes. Yeah. Mean Street Posse's kids. They weren't ever in DNA. It's the, they're the Mean Street Posse's kids. Joe, or was it Pete Gass, Joey Abs, and what Rodney. was the other? Rodney, yeah. <laughs> There we go. So Wesley, obviously, that's his son. And so what? It's a very easy story to tell. Okay, it's not hard. Let's just do it. Their careers are over with names like Wesley and Nash Carter anyway. So fuck it. Let's have some fun. Um, yeah, I didn't see Swerve and Jake Atlas going forward there anyway. Um, Grizzled Young Veterans probably going to win it. They're on the same side of the bracket as Undisputed Era, though. So it's mm. an interesting one. I, they can do it though where McAfee's guys cost UE like so yeah. Can, yeah. yeah and that match is going to be great great yeah. young vets are so fucking good good lord they he's are. got his own face on oh, his oh, ass <laughs> that was the best chant I've ever heard uh, I don't know man heat magnet I don't know man some of the fucking chants for uh, Dan Barry were up there Mm. <laughs> Soon to be recognized. <laughs> the Dan Barry stereo. The time, the time <laughs> you actually had the car stereo. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing, they're doing some of these first round matches on Two Five Live as well, though. Yeah, obviously, called... because there's guys never even fucking wrestled on NXT yet. Killian Dane is on Two O Five Live this week. Three O Five Live. <laughs> Three O Five Live. Good lord, <clears throat> Zaya Lee. Katana, as she will be known from now on. 
Um, beat up local talent via spin Man, kick. Absolutely <laughs> shit of her. They didn't even give her a name. Yeah, local talent. <laughs> well, that's terrible. She After that fucking beat, she's got, she doesn't know her own fucking name. So that's grand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, what yeah. fucking name like? Jesus. Nah, local talent. I like when they do that. A girl has no name. Yeah. She's <laughs> fighting for a name, Fitz. She beats Katana. She gets a name. And yeah, the main event was the whole situation then with Breezango and uh, Undisputed Era. Uh, but that was the whole thing with Balor and Pete Dunne and all that crack that happened at the end. So we're bu- they're building to... It's strange how Pete Dunne is still kind of in the title picture considering he lost a number one contendership match three weeks ago or whatever. I reckon you know, they say it's, it's a stopgap. They have a fucking takeover coming up in like four weeks. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, and they, they yeah, want a stopgap to get through to... Balor fucking cross at Mania yeah. weekend or around Mania weekend. Well, they're not doing it. Oh, no. Is there a takeover Rumble weekend? It's not around the week before. It's close to it. Around, it's not the weekend of, but it's, it's around it. It's not a TV episode. It's a proper takeover, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah, sure. Antox says there they announced Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. If they had any balls, they'd call it Valentine's Day Massacre. Why wouldn't you? Just do it. Just do it. Um, Fitz, your thoughts on the Garganos this week? I I find myself struggling to understand why I'm hating it more and more as the weeks go on. Surely, <laughs> surely you reach a peak at which, okay, I can't hate this anymore. But yet they keep on surprising me. Uh, Johnny Gargano's backstage promo and Austin Theory coming in acting like he's the mental age of a two-year-old laughing yeah. at a, a comedy sketch when Six weeks ago, he was on TV being a tough guy, calling out fucking Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, you know, things like that just continue to insult people's intelligence watching this. You have to suspend your belief enough watching this show because of the shit that he, <laughs> the, the, the shit that they put on sometimes. But this was just bad. Am I just thinking it's part of the Kool Aid thing? You know, they're they're drinking the Gargano Kool Aid and they're buying in, and I, I'm I, reaching here. I'm just trying to explain it really. Like I liked the fact that they were divided up this week. He had Candice and shot and um, Indy doing their own thing because they're a bit more digestible on their own together. I think I think it's just Johnny for me and you know Austin Theory's dead in the water for for a lot of people. Yeah, where's Velveteen Dream these days? He seems to have disappeared again. Uh, if you set up a Twitter account as a fifteen-year-old, he'd probably fucking message you. <laughs> wow, about wrestling, of course. Oh yeah, sure. Because she'd run him off. It's fine. He's just trying to find some mutuals on Twitter. That's all. Um, anything else on NXT you want to talk about? Um, the main event was pretty good. Yeah, and we're getting the fight pit. Oh, fight that pit next, week. next week. Yeah. Unless COVID strikes us down. If Casey Catanzaro has cost us fucking fight pit again, because <laughs> there's some fucking contact tracing shit, there will be war. <laughs> but we the, the promo is quite good between Thatcher and uh, Champa. You could yeah. see that they put their own little twist on the promo they were given, just the words and the verbiage they were using. That was quite entertaining, especially when you consider that this aired maybe, what, either 20 minutes before or after the Casey Catanzaro promo where it was read off a monitor and I will say all of these words and they will understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not a zebra. Tommaso Ciampa, 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good. And I'm assuming... Um, Thatcher will win that or whatever, but he better. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's 
he's eaten a lot of losses lately, so mm-hmm. he'll he'll get the win here. It also cool. then sets sets up that that's his match again, even further. Yeah, so. he he can't win a normal match, but he can beat the shit out of you in the fight pit. Um, speaking of beating the shit out of people, we're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? So ratings again this week. <laughs> um AW1 uh 762 to 551. Um so that makes it 5513 to AW. Our score. Thoughts, feelings and or emotions, gentlemen. Uh, just in regards to the ratings, it seems like NXT can't do a special show without dropping off way lower than they did before the show. Yeah. I think what's happening is NXT do a special show and then they're getting people that normally watch AEW to watch it and then they just go back to AEW the next week. They can't seem to retain them. It's not even retained. They always go down more than what they were like previously. <laughs> True. Like they yeah. lose extra after it, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, AEW 762, NXT 551. So news is still dominating the ratings, but those numbers are kind of what they were doing. They're kind of an average. It's on the lower end of their average, but that's about usually what they do. But obviously ratings is still, mm. you know, 50, well, like 48 out of the 50 shows are news programs on Wednesday nights in the ratings. Yeah. So they're up, it's an uphill battle for them. Can't see any of them getting a million views until all this stuff blows over. Yeah, the inauguration next week and uh, the fallout from that is going to take, take precedence next week anyway and probably the week after. When is the inauguration actually? Thursday. Like 23rd? It's not, the thir- no. it's not Thursday. It's week 21st. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So Thursday. So they'll just avoid. So they won't get hit next week. Unless there's, pro- unless there's war the night before the inauguration. No. Antox says it's the 20th. Oh, he oh, would know better, better than we would. Okay. So the ratings are fucked next week because there's going to be war in America next Wednesday night. Oh, God. Trump's assassination at the Alamo will get all the ratings. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so yeah, next week ratings are not going to be good. Yeah, now they did better than I thought they would last week after the, all the riots and stuff. Oh, could this be the night that they both go but eat five hundred thousand? There's a fight pit, Steve. Oh, fight pit! Well, I'm going to be watching the fight pit. So <laughs> I, I just I think if if there's mayhem in the states, they're both absolutely boned next week. Even if there's not mayhem, people are going to watch the inauguration. So good point, Fitz. Where are Thanks, Buddy Steve. Murphy and Aaliyah? Right. <laughs> uh, I will vote for AEW this week because that main event... F- uh, Overall, it was better than the, the best matches were better than the best matches on NXT.
and throw them a bone guard up. And I thought Big Clunky was fun. Uh, I had such a serious dislike for that FTR Jurassic Express match that I think that's kind of brought me deep. down on it so much. Um, that main event had a lot of work to do because as soon as the waiting room segment thing started, I was voting for NXT and I hadn't even seen NXT at the time. So yeah. <laughs> the main event really pulled it back. <laughs> yeah, between between Jade Cargill and the FTR Jurassic Express match. I even thought that there was that the fucking Omega and Good Brothers match went a bit long. It's like there's something to be said for guys just running through people at some point, and yeah. AW need to start doing that a bit more often. Uh, like, don't get me wrong, it's good to give these guys a bit of a showing, but I still think you could have shaved four or five minutes off that match. The guys could have still gotten some shit in and Omega and the Good Brothers that still look like they dominated them a bit better. But I give it to AW for the clean sweep, but this was not a good Wednesday for wrestling. Ooh. Harsh. Harsh words, but it is what it is. Look, it's a bad uh, time when we're saying a main roster show was the show of the week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Man, Raw wasn't that good, Gordo. And he's Raw admitted was... to being the break it brick glass in case of emergency guy now. Yeah, and they literally had an emergency this week because uh, Drew McIntyre got COVID. Oh, and by the way, they finally said the words COVID-19 on WWE TV. It's been they 10 did. months, but they finally said it. It took Wear the champion of the safe. world. Yeah, it took the fucking, the main guy in the company to get COVID for them to say it. But there you I think it's all at work. Did, did I not say on the <laughs> Ooh, show a couple of weeks ago that someone is either going to miss Rumble or Mania because of COVID? Yeah. This right, there's going to be a lot of people missing Rumble. Rumble's going to be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Who they're able to get for it. Iron Sheik. Do you remember when WWE won an award for their handling of COVID? (laughs) And they never said it on TV until now. I I can't believe that. But the situation, I believe they called it for a long time. Uh, Current circumstances. Global situation. situation. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Triple H is back and he had a... I mean, you could basically call it a match. He had a fight uh, as the main event with Orton. Um, it was a flaming sledgehammer. That was fun. Surprise flaming sledgehammer. Yeah. But then um, Alexa Bliss came out and uh, Shaw Yukon, Hadouken, right in the face. Of a yeah. Flaming fireball thingy. So are we thinking that Alexa Bliss is a better horker than Hulk Hogan? Yes. <laughs> Get the fireballs off. <laughs> um, She's wrestling her first match since November on Raw this week. Oh, yeah. She can ask champion. Yeah. yeah, because Asuka was at, backstage at that show and wasn't on it. Ooh. So was the Hurt Business and someone else? Yeah, they did. Like four four matches had double duty involved, but there was other people backstage that could have worked, but they didn't. Weird. Are they limiting people? Maybe, yeah. Well, if they're backstage, they're in the environment already. Mm. The cool Trap- kind of feels a big place. Yeah, but I think the main thing we want to talk about is the story of the week True Gulak wants to be in the Royal Rumble but Pierce says he needs to qualify after a few weeks of declarations for the Rumble so basically True Gulak wants to wrestle in the Rumble but Pierce says no you need to qualify but literally everyone else before and after this are disqualifying for by saying I declare and I said fine make matches to qualify for it you know stakes which is always good Ten minutes later, Mandy and Sonia just declare that they're in the Rumble right after that. 
And then enough women to fill that rumble. No, no, you can't use that excuse. The rumble is the rumble, and they they did it again last night. So even if you wanted to say that, I'll go. All right, fair enough. SmackDown was filled with people just declaring for the rumble last night as well. Where's the logic? Yeah, I'll be back in two seconds. Yeah. He, you don't want to make handle it. He's gone. He can't handle this Drew Gulak snub. Yeah. Adam Pierce, he'll turn confirmed. Pretty much. I mean, he. I hate him now. You know, he's, <laughs> he's causing inconsistencies in the booking. <laughs> and there's Sorry never inconsistencies in the booking. Oh, we need to limit them, Nicky. We need to limit these <laughs> inconsistencies. It's it's just annoying. It's like, why is it one for... It's like, how do you buy in when none of it makes any sense? I know what's... I don't know. But what does it even mean? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm bringing it up. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It's provo- it is provocative. Got me going. Oh, hey. Uh, oh, hey. Speaking of getting people going, Rick oh. Flair, he's, he's, at, he's at Lacey Evans, and he's not, he's not leaving her. I can't he's blame him. Where's what? Lacey Evans' uh, daughter and husband in this whole scenario? <laughs> They're not canon. They're fine. They are canon. They they daughter, her daughter show canon. like two months ago. Oh, okay. Was the husband canon? Because, I mean, she could just be a single mother. I don't think they ever met, like, he was there with the daughter, but I don't think they ever called out the husband. They definitely called right. out the daughter. I wonder if he pure America, that well, lad. What, wasn't Sasha or someone, someone was talking shit about her daughter only a couple of months ago. Well, Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey were talking shit about her daughter last summer, so, and the daughter's name is Summer, lol. There you go. Um, but, yeah, so the, the daughter is canon, I don't think the husband is, so, yeah, she can go ride Ric Flair if she wants in canon. <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair costs Charlotte the match again. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Charlotte's got someone. Was saying. saying, oh, what, you know, good people. I was out and basically I think the argument was that she's out and all of a sudden she's in it. She gets a title handed to her and she's in, she's going to win the Royal Rumble and blah, blah, blah. So she mentioned the three times she's been out for either through injury or through surgeries, whatever else. But she said that she spent 18 months looking up at the lights before her recent um, injury outage, whatever you want to call it. Those 18 months she's talking about, she won the Royal Rumble. She beat Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania for the title. What is she talking about? She's talking Do you remember Charlotte being beaten solidly for 18 months? I'm talking out of her fucking arse. Yep. <laughs> that was, it was the, the period the before she won she the... had plastic fucking surgery by the looks of her. <laughs> Period before the Rumble, she didn't win too much for a bit. Since losing to Becky and Mania, yeah, but that was that was out of necessity because Becky was was hot at the time. Mm. They had to go with the hot hand. So hot, but I still remember Charlotte beating people all over the place. Like she beat Asuka a few times during that run, and I don't know. Well, to be fair, Cage matching it up, match statistics. For Charlotte Flair in 2019, she had 139 matches and she only won 35 of them. Yes, okay. but she won all the big ones. You know, all these big moments that were there, like the Rumble and that's, beating that's a the 25, That's a 25% win percentage in 2019. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, she obviously they, they flip her and she wins the, the, the Rumble and everything. Don't get me wrong. But like that's that is a steep drop. But what was going on with outside interference and all that sort of shit? You know the way WWE yeah. do that, but I don't. Basically, I don't remember her being booked 
anything other than strongly. Well, that's the thing. Like, matches to Becky, obviously, because that was well, the way they were going. Losing, she was losing to the likes of Ember Moon and fucking Alexa Bliss. I think she lost to Carmella at one stage. I mean, about time, like, but yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, like you're both right to be to be fair to you, but it's the classic lack of consistently logical booking in WWE. So you know, logical booking and AEW do it fairly well. Not always perfect, but if you're in a title picture, it's because you've won a consistent lot of matches leading up to it to earn that title match. You know, it, it makes sense. Whereas Charlotte will lose all of these matches, but yet she'll be in a title picture and get title chances where others don't. Yeah. She'll have a title reign just because she's a flair and she needs that number increased. And that's it's that continually happening month on month, year on year, that pisses a lot of people off. Um, Apparently in that run, she won the title four times. So, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> but yeah, you have to, with, with the women's divisions though in WWE, yeah. with two, t- two titles and a tag team title across the divisions, there's not enough women for it. So you have to kind of go back to her. There's only like eight women on each roster in the main yeah. on the main roster, isn't there? I think yeah. roughly around that. I also yeah, decided to do a deep dive into these problem. matches. So everyone's in the title picture. Like, yeah. I done a bit of a deep dive into these matches. So in the build up and aftermath of the 2019 Royal Rumble, in the build up she had nine triple threat matches on house shows where it was her, Becky, and Asuka, and Asuka was uh, the champ. She never took the pin. So she, I don't know who <laughs> took the pin in it. But uh, so obviously Asuka retained, Asuka retained in all nine of those. And after the Rumble, there were 13 matches uh, on house shows where she was facing Asuka in one-on-one matches for the title. So that would explain a huge, that's what, 20-something of her losses. Yeah. And then show. out of nowhere, she wins the title yeah. on SmackDown. I... After losing all of these title matches, she wins it on SmackDown to end it all. And then she goes into a feud with Becky for a while. This whole thing, like the house shows, if it's not on TV, it doesn't count. Is the way I look at it. It's it's house show stuff. But the the interesting Antox put in there, uh, Rhea will probably beat Charlotte, and all the goofs will be like, see, they do they do long term storytelling. Exactly. She didn't even drop the title. She didn't take the pin to drop the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the long term, well, it'll all make sense in a few months. Triple H said, and it never did. Still hasn't. Well, that's Charlotte. Let's go get the boobs fixed. Well, Rhea's going to be the dick. Rumble. She said it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Rhea's winning the Royal Rumble. She's got to challenge Charlotte. That's what's going to happen. Yep. <clears throat> Charlotte doesn't have a title. Oh, she will be then. She will. They're, they're totally taking the title off Asuka. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole point. Them being tag champs now is that they'll yeah. have the fallout and then they'll have the championship match for the Raw title. Mm-hmm. At uh, Elimination Chamber or whatever. Charlotte will win and she'll be the champion going into WrestleMania. And boom. Smackdown was quite good. That's that's the whole point of having the women's Dusty Rhodes Classic is that the winner of that will take the tag titles off of Ask and Charlotte, who lose because of miscommunication, and that'll set up their feud. I would love that because I've we've been saying it for a long time. An NXT team needs to hold these titles at some point to give a yeah. credence to the fact that they're across all brands. Mm-hmm. Have they said that NXT are in the Rumble? No, not now. Anyway, with the COVID stuff, not a mm. chance. Well, they well, don't have yeah. women to fill it. Yeah, they'll oh. have to have them in the women's. There's no oh, way they okay. can't do them in the women's rumble. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, the women's one has been filled with the CWC telling it. Mm. Oh, it could be, yeah. But Nakamura's the baby face again. He got his old music back. Hooray. Yay. Good times. And then they brought Cesaro out, and I said straight away, ah, uh, don't do it. 
don't be those guys that are just going to turn Cesaro as well. But they didn't. Cesaro's turned babyface as well, seemingly. And mm, no. Tweening. Yeah. Not a heel. He's all sweating with babyface Nakamura. Yeah, he's he's still with him, but like the way he was acting towards other people, it was still the heel character for him. I'm, so I'm all for an odd couple tag team where one of them is a face and one of them is a heel like that. You know, oh, fuck it. And if there's two people that could pull it off, it's probably those two guys. Give it. Yeah, I give want. I want Nakamura nowhere near Cesaro or any of this shit anymore. Just just send them both into singles. They like they need to build up baby faces for Roman Reigns to beat essentially. So well, Cesaro looked fucking great. Oh, that was great. Yeah. 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 Not like, obviously, Cesaro always looks great. The man is he's a fucking machine in, the, in that ring, like, but what a match. Um, Daniel Bryan is in full putting people over mode anyway. Oh, baby. So he's winning the Rumble, so. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, the Rumble. It's such Charlotte an easy Rumble. story that they're telling is that Daniel Bryan loses last week and the, the Gauntlet match loses this week. So he'll go into the Rumble with doubts surrounding can he win the big one? And the fact that they've said on commentary, did you know Daniel Bryan has never won the Royal Rumble? Nudge, nudge, any sort of battle royal. Yeah, he's winning the rumble. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm okay with that because that'll lead to him fighting Reigns at Mania for the title. Fitz, they're striking while the iron's hot. You know, it's not five years too late. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are they going to pop in all those yes chants and Daniel Bryan chants? Oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to happen. Okay. Oh yeah, Apollo Cruz. Hanging out with Roman Reigns backstage in their office. Yeah. And then he defeated Sami Zayn while he was knuckle deep. <laughs> Full <laughs> ricochet on him. Big E was on one last night. Um, oh, so yeah. Actually, sorry, one thing I need to bring up on this. Something that was put in our super secret production chat, and I think Steve needs to ex- give an explanation. Mm-hmm. So you found it iconic funny. I did. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was sick. Um... I just thought Billy Kay was pretty funny this week. I hate to say it. She's funny every week. She's not. The girl is hilarious. hilarious. She's she's, comedy gold. She's not. um, She's found her niche now, which she didn't really have before. Which isn't wrestling. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She's the Tori Yano of the women's WWE. She's exactly. She is Yano. Um, I thought it was very funny. Um, You've got audio problems. Hopefully that's not on our end. Someone else, please confirm. Um, yeah, no bother, Deliverance. But yeah, no, I thought, oh, I, can't no. Remember line, but I think it was just in general. I was like, that's pretty funny. She was into punk. And it was like, oh, God. What was it? Oh, mosh pishing. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> mosh pishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't uh, worry, Deliverance, the wife always enjoys it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we'll do the B-Show style votes then towards the end and we'll uh, call it a day I think because we've got more shit to do later on by the sound okay. of Well we need to address the fact that they the title match has now changed for the Royal Rumble Oh of course sorry yeah so the Royal Rumble match which was supposed to be Adam Pearce and Roman Reigns is now Kevin Owens and Adam Pearce In oh, a last man standing match Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns I should say in a last yes. man standing match Got that old bum knee coming back to haunt Adam Pierce. Poor lad Hope he's okay mm-hmm. Hope he gets Hope to okay. physio and whatever With, with his broken mic Yeah Oh yeah. yeah the mic wasn't working I was kind of looking forward to seeing Adam Pierce wrestle to be honest We've seen Kevin Owens and Roman I'm, It's going to be good I'm not hating on it But um, yeah Interesting I wonder is this their way of bringing back uh, Jimmy Uso and he'd be the one to kind of save the day for Roman because 
this is what the third time this or fourth time this match would have happened within the space of a month or two. Yeah. So they need something new to kind of save it other than Kevin Owens winning the title, which he's obviously not going to do. Yeah. And he's he's good to go, isn't he? He's back. I believe so, because there, there was Twitter talkings that he's back anyway, but they're obviously waiting for something to bring it back into. Do you know what would be fun if Jimmy Uso went with KO and he didn't agree with what's going on with Roman and Jay? Now that's some fun. What does it even mean? I don't know. We cut out of the bloodline, cut out of the family. There could be a whole story there. You don't need a title for that either. No. So you could put the title on KO and have him... K- oh, imagine KO Daniel Bryan at Mania for the title. There you oh. go. Mamma mia. I'm rigid. Like, Jey Uso has proved that if you just give people a chance, they're going to fucking kill it. A lot of them are very talented there. Some of them won't be able to, but, you know, people that are experienced like someone at the level of a Jey Uso is going to be able to knock it out of the park if they're given mm-hmm. the chance. Give Mustafa Ali a mic, you cowards. Sorry, just <laughs> said that. No, just said that reminded me. Give that man a mic, you fucking cowards. You're on a like a, a ten year, eight year, whatever trend of ratings going down and down and down consistently. There's no way to stop it. Fuck it. Just try something new. Give to give people underneath a chance. Joe so proved it. We so, are the authority, though. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We, we should just failing ourselves. Yeah. Uh, best match, worst match. Oh. Best match, probably the main event of AW. Agreed. Yeah, I think both main events of the Wednesday night were, were, were strong. Mm. NXT's was a little bit tarnished towards the end with the, the interference, but up to okay. that, I was really enjoying um, Breezango. I, when they do the, the serious graps, they're fantastic. Yeah, And I don't know why they haven't really let them run with, let them have their comedy shit outside the ring, but as soon as they come down to the ring for a match, be the serious in-ring performers that they are. It's entertaining and they're good at the graps. Yeah, it's yeah. literally Gordo's favorite song, Best of Both Worlds. We're not afraid to dream big. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the idea when they came back, that they did a promo like that going, it's going to be, you know, Best we're, you know we're <laughs> we like to have fun outside the ring, but when we get there, it's serious. So they're going to go down that road. But uh, I would say the AW. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the AW main event as well. Uh, I'm going to say just to change it up I'm going to say Cesaro Debray mm. very also fun very match good. Yep. solid worst match um, I know Gordo's one. Oh, I thought you were going to go the FTR Actually, oh, I, forgot. I, I was nearly wiping that from existence <laughs> oh, oh fuck you yeah. yeah yeah no yeah yes Marco Stone fuck off get off my fucking TV <laughs> I'm going to go with Jackson Riker. I was about Hardy. to say the same. Yeah. <laughs> no. Why was that allowed to happen? It's Jeff Hardy. He's on 20 tiers above this fucking loser. Because someone's got to get a fucking win for the fucking right. Uh. Oh. oh, Jackson Riker. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. That was a travesty. People don't put the respect on Jeff Hardy's name the way they should. And that was a travesty. But um, I'd go with that, yeah. That'd be my one. Um, same because I didn't see Raw I'd probably go with Natalia Liv Morgan I thought it was quite poor other than the fact that Natalia hit a perfect roll up finish like I can't give her enough credit for that and if people know how much I hate Natalia that's how much credit she deserves for that move wow Huge. and that match did have Billy Kay on commentary though 
It did. That's it did. bumped it up. True, 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 true. Uh, best segment, worst segment. What was the best segment? The waiting room up to Jade Cargo. Oh, get out. Get out. I, I really I really enjoyed the waiting room as well. Yeah. Until that point. Yeah, Brent Baker's fair. one-liners. You know, thanking Cody for getting Brandy off TV for nine months. Hilarious. Britt Baker has infected this podcast like COVID. Right, so uh, we'll take it home quickly. Um, but yeah, the, the one thing that I have is just on this segment, why did Jay Cargill and Red Velvet, who honestly a wrestler named after an above average cake. Whoa, you um, shut your whore <laughs> mouth right now. I won't have a bad word said against Red Velvet. I, s- I, said, it, I said it was above average. It's no it's no cheesecake. but And you're, and you're an above average cunt. <laughs> Thank you. <Ooh. laughs> I take I take pleasure with that. Uh, but yeah, why why did they have to walk through the door when all the rest of them were just sitting in front of the set? Like, why would they of all people be the ones like, oh, hang on, I better keep a kayfabe and walk through this fake door of this fake fucking? Because they were going onto the talk show. Ah, uh, oh, or just oh, in the crowd. Shit, kayfabe, Gordo. Ah, fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> I no, thank you. I have fucking standards. <laughs> yeah. I shut up. History says otherwise. <laughs> hey, or segment then. The fuck the waiting room. Nice. That was easy. Uh wrestler of the week. Wow. I'm gonna kick it off with Darby Allen. I'm gonna say Cesaro. Ooh, this is a Tough one. Um, can we give it to a, to Triple H? <laughs> <laughs> Lol. He had a flaming sledgehammer. No one else had that. No. Oh, I'm going um, to say Serena Deeb. Hmm. That was a fucking good match. And she never, never fucking puts a foot wrong in a match. So I'm going to say Serena Deeb. Marco Stunt. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know I'll give it to Danny Limelight just because I'd never heard of him before. And uh, True, actually. he was arguably the breakout star of that match. And the boys made him look good. But nice. the boys. But boys. Yeah, that's a good shout, actually, as well. Fuck's sake. Fuck you, uh, Craig. I don't know when it died. I didn't see when it died, so. I think it was only a second or two ago. I don't think it was long ago. Fuck. 16 tracks now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Have a couple of games downloaded. And we'll try a couple. We'll see what the story is. We're getting a couple of streams going and... Yeah. Let's just be honest. We don't know when that last one cut off. <laughs> so we I don't, don't. know. <laughs> Splice so, it together. Follow us on Twitch. Look for Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, find us on there. Craig, Craig is a dickhead. Uh, oh, it's going to take me so long to edit. FML. Fuck this. I'm going I, now. At okay. least we started <laughs> early. At least we started early. This is normally the time where we'd start the podcast. So yeah. we'd have, you know, a little wiggle room. Big um, wiggle. Good yeah. lord, that's only storm gift. <laughs> right, I'm ending the podcast there. Night, old blah blah blah.